This is where our story begins, and this is where we determine, have you been forsaken to the will of the dice? Greetings, Earthbound Travelers. It's Monday evening. That means it's time for Will of the Dice to present In Search of Heroes. I'm Tyr the DM, he, him, world's okayest DM, and I will be your guide through this cacophony of clusterfuckery. Before we begin, just some quick things. First and foremost, we offer mature audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Secondly, if you would like to support us, please subscribe to Patreon. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash W-O-T dice. You get access to After the Rolls, the show where we come together and talk about each episode after it's happened. There's merchandise giveaways. We just give away a shirt from our store. And for the next 17 subscribers, you get one of the 55-millimeter chonky D20s from Red Panda Dice and Delights so you can roll with authority. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash W-O-T dice. Oh, also, you get all the episodes before they hit the things like the pods, the podcasts, and the YouTubes and all that. Speaking of podcasts, we are no longer on Podbean. We are now on Cast OS, so adjust accordingly. Uh, Locke. Hi, gamers. I'm Locke Clark, and I'm going to take a moment and talk to you about the musicians who provide music for our show. They heighten our experience and yours, make the whole thing better. Tonight, those musicians are Michael Gelfie, Kevin McLeod, Jeff Farber, Dwergar, and of course, our very own Patrick Taylor. Thanks, Peculiar Patrick, wherever you are. Aris. Oh, that's me. Hi, everyone. We at Will of the Dice do not encourage the use of nicotine products such as cigarettes, cigars, and vaping. Though some of us may be users of such products, do as we say, not as we do. Nicotine is a harmful and addictive substance, and we want all of you out there to be happy and healthy. If you are looking to quit or trying to quit, we support you in that endeavor. Awesome. There's our announcements. Let's get down with the introductions. Hi, everyone. Again, I'm Alice, the voice of Korana, the perfectly normal ranger. And you can find me on Twitter at Cap'n Cupcake. Pronouns? Oh, she, her for me, and she, they, it for Korana. She'll respond to any of them. Hi, gamers. I continue to be Locke Clark, despite what my mother told me. Um, and uh, tonight, I, a he, him, will be playing Jorvik Bramblebeard, a, also he, him. Uh, Jorvik is a uh, four-foot-something. I wrote that down. Four-foot-seven. Uh, very muscular, tattooed dwarf with a, a beard and multiple braids um, who carries a very large hammer that's head seems to be made out of something's giant tooth. Uh, capped in uh, in metal, uh, and uh, Jorvik's not the smartest cookie in the tray, but he's he's just happy to be here and wants everybody, to, you know, everybody to be their best. He's rooting for you. <laughs> 
Uh, and you can find me on the social medias at Lock Unruly. That's Lock with an H. Hi, Iz. This is Ames, and tonight I'm the voice of Era. We are both she, her. Era is a four and a half foot tall Dwergar. She's got stonish gray skin, um, extremely white or very, very, like, almost platinum blonde hair. It's just in a strip right across the top of the skull that's divided into three braids and then interlocked. Um, earlier descriptions I forgot to include, because she's a Dwergar and has lived in a cave her entire life, her eyes are actually white and she just has a blue ring around the iris. Um, other than that, you know, she's just wearing her goggles that have all different colored lenses. Uh, she loves all things mushrooms, including the mushroom staff that's covered in them that she carries with her. And you can find me over on Twitter at LollyGFIFO. Hi everybody, it's Christina, the voice of Keto. We are both she, her. Uh, Keto is a 5'11 sea elf. She has like pale silvery skin that gets kind of a blue-green iridescence in the sunlight. Uh, blackish hair with blue tent highlights. Um, Keto just wants to go back to her life of fishing, but here she is. So, and you can find me on Twitter at Tia Morskaskula. And I am Dan, the player of Boomerzerig. Uh, but we are both uh, he, him. Uh, Boomerzerig is a uh, short, little, thin goblin. Uh, uh, he's got a big, long, wispy, white string of hair coming out from his chin. Uh, one eye is much larger than the other, really big and bulbous. And that side of his face is a little bit scarred from some magical accidental burning. Uh, but also scarred is his brain, because... He's a little rattled up there. So, and you can find me on Twitter at Ravenous Dan. And you can find me on the Twitters at tier underscore the underscore DM. As always, our safe word for tonight is porcelain. If at any time you feel uncomfortable with the way the scene's going, use the safe word. We will pause, take a break, and get everything back on track. Uh, before we begin, do we have any last requests? Not the abs. <laughs> not this side of the face this side of the face this this side of the face can take as much damage as you want not the mushrooms when last we left our party they had been gathered at the feast of the founders and said in sort of hope they had feasted and made merry until the lottery of those that would go in search of the heroes that had vanished was drawn and by fate fortune's favor or fortune's fury their lots were thrown in together they traveled out from sort of hope heading west where they ran into a caravan of performers who gave them a rumor that the heroes of sort of hope had taken up residence in wells deep and were charging people taxes to enter and to leave they were visited by a bear and a raccoon that were very sassy coming to find out that they were druids from the luna dancer enclave they headed north where they found the enclave they were welcomed in as they were from sort of hope and through the help of one uh energetic druid named kestrel they were transported via plants across the distance of the ragnarkarn mountain the sea of solace to the edge of the ullerveld plains where they could see the walled city of Wells Deep in the horizon. The air is brisk with the saltiness of the sea, the widow sea, that purple body of water 
as it laps at the Jasper coast, you are only a few miles from that coast. As you stand looking out on the tall grass and ruins of the Ullerveld. This is where our story resumes. And this is where we determine, have you been forsaken to the will of the dice? The spring wind blows, the tall grass swaying, the smell of jasmine and lavender dancing to your nostrils, mingling with that briny air from the sea. And in the distance, a good day or two travel, you can see the canton of Wells Deep, the canton proper, as it is surrounded by tons of farmhouses and villagers, only a handful of select living inside the walled city. What would you like to do? There's, there's a lot of stuff inside this tree. <laughs> yeah. So, do we want to head towards Wellsea? Corona's just going to start walking. Wells Deep is inside of a tree? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not that... That that's not the case. I'm sure. Um, I'm still a small druid, but no, we just traveled through the plant trees <laughs> to get here. So we're not still in it. But I understand because it was a little bit disconcerting, wasn't it? It was kind of. Whew. We walked into a tree, and now we're here. Mm. How yeah. was I supposed to know? It's a. It, it, it's like I said. I'm I'm a little druid, and you know I. I can't do it yet. That's the first time I'd ever. It's okay. But no, I think we're we're not in the tree anymore. I, I, that way, and Keto's gonna go follow Karana. <laughs> where's the egg follows? Hey, uh, we shouldn't split up. Let's go. So you are walking through the tall grass. They are giant remains of statues and buildings. Some partially obscured, some completely obscured, some still towering giantly out of the plains. Creatures or people, some of beautiful ladies, some of muscular men, some of muscular women with warrior attire, some with men playing instruments. It is a plethora of remains of an age far gone by. Do you wish to take the road or do you wish to travel through the grass since you were in the lead, Karana? She's, she doesn't like tall grass. She's not familiar with tall grass. She'll go with the road. The road seems... Oh direct and we just want to go where we're going so that we can be done with this lottery uh, Jorvik is busy pointing out to anyone who will listen to him uh, the the specific musculature on the physiques on the statues and how much of what exercise one has to do to get that he's on full gym bro mm -hmm. as, as they are walking Ira's just waddling along, very thankful they took the road and not the grass. 
Because, you know, four and a half foot tall, bow-legged Dwergar. Yeah. She, she's not, you know... We're, we're fine with can the I black have, surface. Can I have marching order, please? Karana's first. Keto's behind Karana. She's gonna get, like, on the side and, like, almost close enough to be level, but doesn't want to make Karana uncomfortable, so is trying to leave, like, enough body room to not be in Karana's space. I think Jorvik's bringing up the rear and making sure that everyone is together and is also pontificating from the back, uh, pointing at statues. Boomerzerig is, is kind of, uh, Dragon along the rear, specifically trying to stay near Yorvik. Yorvik, how do you suspect they get the statues to do the exercises? Do they animate them? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. You know, I don't I never thought of that. Oh, I wonder how many push-ups a statue has to do to change its appearance. That's deep. At least three. And then, and then Jorvik starts like flexing and showing off his muscle muscles because um, you know, he's very proud of his upper body, especially. Eris doing like the you know the the mom thing where they're just kind of oh oh really oh I oh that that's that's just grand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, in case I haven't mentioned it, Jorvik is not wearing a shirt. And has not been the entire time. He's got sort of a fur mantle draped over his shoulders. No shirt at all. He's got one pauldron. But... Your Honor, since you're in the lead, please roll a d6. Let's see how the weather is doing, y'all. It's a one. It is a beautiful day. Uh, Era will have to... Uh, pull their hood as the sun is shining brightly and they have not completely adjusted to the sunlight yet but the day is beautiful it is warm there is a gentle breeze on the wind a bird of prey tracks its nearest newest meal and that salty breeze seems to grow stronger ah oh, fresh air I haven't smelled it in so long. We've been outside this whole time. No, no, the 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 bite of the salt in the air there just gives it a, a freshness. You know, like when you're cooking, you pops the like when when the baker's made bread and it fills the air with a good smell. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Ooh, I could go for bread. Carb loading's really good. You just have to make sure to do enough exercises afterwards. How, how do you not get ill if you're exercising right after you eat? Oh, I'm used to it. You're used to being ill after you, you work out? No, no, no. I'm, I'm used to eating and then working out immediately afterwards. I, I had the same thought. Uh, 
Oh, I mean, sometimes, sometimes though, I mean, sometimes you, if you work yourself a little too hard, you sometimes you just oh, right out. It's, it's not good. Then you got to recarb load. So, so is the plan is to get as far as we can? Uh, do we think, like, I have a bedroll, but it occurs to me that we didn't bring the horses and the tents around the horses. Um, so, I'm fine sleeping in the sea air, but I didn't know if we needed, like, to look for, like, shelter or friendly place. It, it looks like it might take a while to get to Wells Deep. I mean... Probably going as far as we can is best. Um, if we can find trees or something to bed down under, just so that we're not completely out in the element. I mean, it's always safer to have some cover. Ooh. Uh, I don't think there are many trees as as Jorvik sort of looks around, um, except for where we came from. So... Um, just a thought, um, we should, um, maybe we find one of these big statues that's sort of leaning. And, um, you know, maybe up, if there's one that's planking, we could get, you know, under it and have some shelter. <laughs> Otherwise, I could probably build a lean-to. Those are easy. I mean, there's plenty of grass about. You weave it into a mat and... Hardest part maybe would be finding a stick to prop it. You all hear the sound of a wagon approaching from behind you. Oh, oh. Karana will go off to, like, the side where she won't get hit by it, but she's not, like, in the grass. Keto's gonna do the same. Turn around to kind of look at the wagon. Umer's rig, follow suit. Yep, Aaron will step to the side. Uh, Jorvik will step mostly to the side, but, but raise a hand in greeting. Greetings, travelers! Where are you headed? A huge Clydesdale, and when I say huge, it's the size of a dinosaur almost. Trots up, stopping, pawing the ground, the ground literally shaking, as a giant with long red hair, dressed in simple farmer's attire almost. Well, hello! The voice will boom. Greetings! Uh, is it possible? Are you by any chance headed to Wells Deep? I am. I'm returning to my shop. Wonderful. My friends and I were just wondering, um, is there any chance we could catch a ride? Hmm. He will lean down, looking at Boom Erzerig. You're not looking for any trouble, are you? Bumerzerig is not looking for trouble. Bumerzerig never causes trouble. No, 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 no. <laughs> Goblins can be a troublesome sort. 
Jorvik is going to just hop on up and offer a hand back down to the others. Help people aboard. Yeah, uh, Akito's going to look to see if Era needs assistance. Oh, between Jorvik and Era, I'm thinking there's a gap with this giant Clydesdale. <laughs> yeah. They probably both could walk under the Clydesdale and, you know, have clearance from the way it sounds, but I, yeah. I do have a very long hammer. Oh, so, she'll, she'll, she'll provide what assistance she can. As you all settle into the back of the wagon, you will notice there is a embossing on the barrels that are back there. A golden honeybee in the words Malcolm's Mead. Um, it's it's nice to finally... Oh, everybody's heard of Malcolm. Okay, checking. It's nice to finally meet Malcolm the Giant in a game. <laughs> On Strawberry. And the wagon will begin rustling as you make your way forward. Um, so Jorvik is going to lean up to the front. So are you? Are you the Malcolm? Hi, I am Malcolm the Giant. Wonderful. Pleasure to meet you. I've heard so much about your fine elixir. Well, it is, uh, it's a modest living. <laughs> I'm Jorvik from, uh, from the Manticore tribe. We live in the Sea of Solace. Oh, well met, Jorvik. Um, and these are my friends, um, Bumerzerig, Tito, Era, and Karana. We were chosen by lottery from the Sword of Hope to come and find the missing heroes. Oh, I'm sorry. Why? You won't be welcomed warmly and well deep. Why not? Well, the heroes have taken up residence there, and they charge taxes to enter that, any that would enter or leave, and they are not a friendly lot. Oh, a rumor about that. It, it doesn't sound quite right. Sometimes the stress of life can cause people to change. Why, I used to be a marauder and go through destroying people on bridges, and now I make mead. I, but, you know, um, pardon my assumption, but I'm sure that the mead making started as a way to escape some not so happy memories from those marauding days. So, oh, the marauding days were all happy memories. The mead making mm -hmm. is just more reliable. There's not many bridges in the Ullerveld plains. Hmm, okay, well, but it makes more sense marauder to mead maker than hero to. Villain? I, I don't know. I, I can Tax assessor. Yeah. Um I, I I'm sure I could come up with some some um very unpolite names for them for that what they're doing, but yeah, tax assessor. That makes as much sense as Fisher to I don't know, a 
detective? Yeah. Uh, what 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 are we? Uh, you know. I mean, uh, regardless, we need them to come back to the Sword of Hope, so we can probably solve your problem and ours all at once. Well, good luck with that. Mm. I will let you off here, as I will not be stopping in town. Five gold a person is a little steep. Oh. You will find that you have made incredible time on the back of the wagon. The the horse, being a giant horse, has traveled much ground. Thank you, kind, uh, welcome, and Strawberry, correct? Yes, that is my horse, Strawberry. You have our gratitude, sir. If you ever have coin to spare, come see me. I'm in the giant barn on the northern side of town. You can't miss it. The bees are huge. (laughs) We might have to go see that. wonder if I I can wrestle a bee. You don't like bees. No, I do like bees. Oh. Sorry, I, I thought I thought she said they did, she does like bees. Oh, uh, I miss her. Sorry, I, I was thinking about wrestling them with consent, obviously. I love that Jorvik wants to wrestle everything. <laughs> what he does? I'm not exactly sure I know what a bee is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she just shrugs as they walk along. Hey. If, if 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 we uh manage to actually find the heroes, we, we'll make a roundabout trip there so you can see a bee. Oh, I. Well, Merzerig does not like bees; they sting. Well, don't make them mad. But they get mad when you eat their honey. If you don't have their consent, see, this is why you have to have Yorvik wrestle them first, so then you know whose honey it is. Do you talk bee? No. Then, then how do you get their consent? Very careful. Oh. All right. Let's go see what all this tax business is. As you approach, you see a large wooden wall. The wall is approximately 13 foot tall with spiked logs every three logs. There is obviously a palisade on the back as they are archers walking, patrolling. You will see a large double gate with a normal sized door built into it. You will see three individuals in chainmail, halberds of uh, black with four silver angels, each holding a spear, obviously town guard. And well met, friends. Greetings. Um, um, I would like to enter the city. It, uh, he hangs his head for a minute. There's a little bit of shame in his eyes when he raises his head. It costs five gold a person to get in. Okay, I we don't want any trouble with you, um, but we are here to talk to the heroes. So, is there a way to do that without getting like arrested? 
Uh, the heroes don't take visitors. I'm sorry. But we're um, from the Sword of Hope. You can try sending a message to them. They usually have some of their lackeys hanging around the Prancing Goat and Laughing Lion, the, the tavern slash inn. Okay. Watch out, though. Waldorf is a stickler of a halfling. He is very keen-minded. He will rob you of every penny he can, if he can. So, uh, Kido will reach in her bag and pay for everybody's passage in. Oh! Oh, you didn't have to do that, Kido. That's very nice of you. I I'm sure it will all work out in the wash. Let's just get in there. One of the other guards will stand forward and hand you each a writ of passage to enter. Just be mindful, it costs five gold to leave. Why are they charging people to leave? They, they look around. Well, have you heard of the four sisters? So, the whales, they are magic water, and captains send barrels upon barrels upon barrels to be filled and to brought back to their ships from Cape Hope and so they're making money not only on the well water from the water right office but from entry and exit as well they're making money off of the water yes oh uh, that's, I mean, that's it's, it's magic healing water right Yes. Yes, don't get me wrong. The Wells Deep has always earned a profit off of the water, but they have raised the prices exorbitantly, and them being who they are, who are we to come against them? Hmm. Is there no government to put them in their place? Do you want to tangle with them? They've killed dragons. We're um, just simple guardsmen. I, um friend hey. I, I just wanted you know as we said we're from sort of hope you know the the city they founded and um this whole um circumspection that's going on here that's the right word right I don't care um this whole bit it doesn't line up with how they uh, set up the city to be run in Sword of Hope. We're all refugees, and anyone is welcome and free to enter or leave. This, this doesn't sound like the heroes we know. Yep, but these poor guards are just trying to do their job. You said we need to talk to their employees. Um, and that we might find them at the, the tavern and Yeah. Or you may be able to get word through the prefect. Who's the prefect? Alton Flay. He can be found. It's the first building you'll come to. Let's if he's him. taking visitors today. Oh, I'm sure he'll see us. <laughs> yes, yes. Th I couldn't come up with a name and was watching the cooking channel. <laughs> Um, hey, do we need to keep these on us at all times or something? Yes. Mm. 
Um, Strange question. If we don't have Arit on us, will we be charged for being kicked out of the city? Yes. Double. Or put in jail. Or worse. <laughs> uh, you Sorry. see, you all see, um, how big is the writ, by the way? It's a, it's a eight and a half by 11. It's a full sheet of paper. Okay, you see, um, uh, Jorvik take his and he folds it in half long ways. Um, and then reaches up underneath his beard and sections out a, 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 a portion of hair um, and then rolls the writ around the hair and then ties it into place under his beard. All right, I'm set. I don't have pockets. Era <laughs> stows hers, but the, the first guard that was talking to them, the one that looked kind of shameful when they told them it was five gold, as they're walking past, Ira's just going to stop for a minute, pat him on the arm, and there's no shame in doing your job and providing for those that you care for. Don't be ashamed of what they make you do. Just be ready to do what's right when the time comes. They will pat your hand and nod, looking around to make sure that no one was paying too close of attention. As you enter the town, you'll see a a all too common uh, appearance a main thoroughfare with buildings to the left and right on the right hand side is a large uh, building with looks like a house attached to it there is a wooden sign in purple uh, paint that says prefect on the left hand side of the road is a stone building with the words water right W-R-I-T-E. Uh, uh, looking down the road, you will see there are some other businesses. Uh, there's a large communal garden off to the left past the water right. Uh, there's housing uh, behind the prefix office. This says prefix. This is where we want to go, right? <clears throat> I see the perfect flare. I hope it's not a mind flare. You go first. But Mercy will go first. Yorvik follows. Yep. Okay. The sign on the door says open. No. But Mercy. Uh, opens the door and goes through. You will see a desk with a thin, mature woman, hair in a neat bun, clothing well-kempt, nothing fancy, copying from a ledger. We'll look up. Oh, my. How may I help you? Bumerzig needs to talk to the heroes. Let me get the prefect. Oh, God. And your name was... Boomerzerig. Boomerzerig. Okay. They will get up and scurry into the, the door behind them. That, that reminds me. 
reminds me, um, Romerisberg is a very noble, noble name, um, but it is kind of a mouthful. Mm. Mm -mm. Uh, it, is there something that your friends call you that's a little shorter? Oh, um, uh, you... Uh, are you like, boomer, boomy, boom. Boomy, boomer, boom, boom. Any of those work. Okay. Ooh. We'll try them out. Ooh, can we call you Zerg? Z Zerg? Yeah, it's the middle part. Boomer, Zerg. Boomer Zerg's never been called Zerg. I was trying it out, so sorry. All right. It's a stupid idea anyway. It's Boomer Zerg. Zerg. Not Zerg. All right. Sorry. As you all are having this conversation, the door will open. The woman will step out. Uh, His Grace will see you now. Thank you kindly, lass. Thank you kindly. <laughs> uh, Boomer Zerig looks very uh, proud of himself and, and marches through. Do you all follow? Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yep. As you walk in, you will see an office of modest furnishings. It is not opulent by any means, but it is not poor either. The centerpiece, the grand eye-catching, is the large marble desk which behind sits a blue tiefling dressed in fine silk a monocle i understand that you have business do you wish to discuss well measuring does and so do they we all have business to discuss with you yes 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 um we have been tasked to search for the heroes <clears throat> interesting are so you we here to kill them? them? To kill, kill them? I, well, Boomerzer uh, turns around. I, were we supposed to kill them? No, no, just, no, no. Just find them. They're, oh. they were missing. missing. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. They, they are needed back in the sort of hope, and we have been sent to, uh, to retrieve them and bring them home. Ugh. Give me a perception check, Karana. Mm-hmm. That's probably not going to do very well. What's my bonus? Perception. That is a six. Okay. Know that something is said under their breath in Infernal, but you just can't quite make it out. Um, the, the prefect will steeple their fingers and sit in contemplation for a few moments. I will request an audience. I can make no promises. But in the meantime, they will pull out a pen and start writing hastily. Um, I will at least host you for an evening at the Prancing Goat and Laughing Lion. Very kind of you, sir. <laughs> Give this to the, in the innkeeper, uh, Waldorf. Uh, tell him not to double charge that I know how many people I've sent. Right. I've got it. Very good. In Infernal, Karana will say, that's very kind of you. 
They will respond in Infernal, you may be doing the kindness. <laughs> Alright, so let's head to the inn. I could use a drink. <laughs> yes, but Mercering is thirsty. Before Era leaves, she's going to look back at the prefect and just, please, please make it clear to them that it is important that we speak to them. I will do my best. Thank you. She'll turn around and follow the rest of them. As you travel up the main thoroughfare, you will pass by a blacksmith shop. The sound of hammer on anvil ringing, the smell of the coal, the furnace burning. And next to it is a large building, the Prancing Goat and the Laughing Lion. It is a motley color of gaudiness. These are purples and greens and pinks and blues. It is a... It is just a sight to behold. There is no other way to, to word it. Colors like this in nature usually mean something is poisonous. Uh-huh. Gumerzeri likes these colors. They remind him of festivals. Mm -hmm. So it's either a warning or they're, um, <clears throat> performers, shall we say? She's gonna mutter next to Rana, a fool. The two are not mutually exclusive. No way to find out but to go, right? Right, let's do this! As you enter, the room will grow quiet, watching all the attendants there, mostly human, watching you enter. You will see a halfling that looks almost familiar behind the bar, wiping down the bar. Kito, give me a perception check. I got a whopping six. Okay. It's a halfling. Just distracted by the gaudiness that is on the inside as well with large mirrors and different colored chandeliers and carpet and different places it's like a just a mismatching of carpet and hardwood floor uh, almost in a checkerboard pattern up to the bar Bomerzerig uh, goes up to the bar can I help you hello Bomerzerig is thirsty I and what do you want? Oh, uh, um, what do you have? Look, lad, I've got a lot. So just tell me what you want or quit wasting uh, my time. Oh, something, something tasty. Um, yeah, something tasty. Do you have gold? Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. has gold. Mm -hmm. How much gold does Boomerang have? Um, everybody, hi, I'm Jorvik. Hello, Jorvik. Um, 
We'll take a round of ales. Good choice. How many? One, two, three, four, five, six, six. They will put out six mugs, pour the ale from a pitcher. That'll be three silver. I pay him three silver. Um, also, um, uh, who had the note? Lumeris has the note. Yes. Perhaps you should give him the note. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I, I have a note. Uh, we are very important. Um, also, is this your establishment? It is. It is a beautiful, I really like your decorating. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, anyhow, uh, we have a note. They will take the note and read it, becoming crestfallen as the dollar signs in their mind were beginning to add up. Have a seat. I'll have supper brought out. Oh, supper. Good. Mm-hmm. Where's Eric is hungry? Mm-hmm. As they move to a table, Era's just going to lean over, like walking beside Boomer's ring and be like, Boomer. You never talk about how much gold you have in public. That's a good way for somebody to attack you and try to take it. Kato is going to try to direct them to a table that has like a wall or something on one side. Okay. Um, to minimize the angles that people can attack us from. Or big pocket. Yeah. This place is a little overstimulating, so. As you all are going to sit down, Jorvik, a stranger, will stumble into you. You will feel something pressed into your hand as they travel on, heading for the door. I... I simultaneously check my coin purse as I open what's in my hand to look at it. There's a piece of paper. Um, I will unfold the piece of paper. Is my coin purse still intact? Your coin purse is still intact. It says, meet me in the alley. Come alone. I'm here on behalf of Farragut. All right. I'm... Um... Pardon me for a moment, folks. I, um, I'm going to go take a leak, and I'm going to get up and pick up my hammer, and I'm going to walk outside. All right, I need everyone but Jorvik to earmuff. Jorvik, there is a cloaked figure standing at the entry of the alleyway, leaning against the, the wall, picking their fingernails with a dagger. What do you want? I'm here to deliver a message. All right. You left before Farragut could give you a proper goodbye. You hurt his feelings. What? I'm, uh, right, wait, I'm sorry. Um, he knew what time in the morning I had to leave. Yeah, but you never came back that evening. 
I was drinking. Everyone was buying me drinks. I Anyway. Tell Farragut I'm sorry. All right, what is the message? It would be bad if the heroes came back to Sword of Hope. It would be bad for Farragut's business. Thus, it would be bad for you. Okay. Um. Yorvik's hmm. shoulders kind of slump. But hey, tell tell Farragut I'm sorry. I didn't properly say goodbye. Good lad. I'll be on my way now. Please Yorvik do not try to follow me. Turns and goes back inside. All right, I'm bringing everyone back. Welcome back. Y'all will see Yorvik coming back into the tavern. Um, Yorvik coming back in looks he's not walking as upright his posture's a little more slumped his his shoulders are down he, he, he walks over sets his hammer down and just sits down picks up one of the ales downs it sets it down picks up the next one oh, before he picked up the next one Karana had actually shoved hers over to him so he's actually drinking hers well, he ordered two for him and one for each of the rest of you. So, because I ordered six. <laughs> so he still got two more in front of him. Okay. Did that well, we normally have much? six, which is why she would have. Yeah. Did that take a little out of you? Um, I've never seen somebody come back so exhausted from taking a leak. Um, what? Oh, uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. To um, yeah, I guess, I guess it did. Um, um, I'll be fine. It's fine. Okay. He, he said he was going to bring us food, right? Yes. <clears throat> you will see him appear the halfling uh, with a tray of meager food stew, bread, cheese another pitcher of ale so uh, what, uh, what brings you here that the prefect would honor my establishment with business Oh, I, um, we've been sent to speak with the heroes. And, uh... He will almost drop the bowl he is going to say on the table. You're here for the heroes. Mm-hmm. Wait, <laughs> yes, just to speak with them? We're from Sword of Hope. 
his eyes will get wide. He'll lean in. Be very careful. Ira's going to kind of lean for him. Why do you say that, lad? Just trust me. I, I can't say too much. Looking around frantically, they will hurriedly deposit the rest of the food and scamper past the bar into the back room. You will hear a lock. Well, that doesn't bode very well. Corona's gonna reposition herself just ever so slightly to where she can more quickly get her bow off her shoulder. As you reposition, Karana, you will notice that several of the individuals in this room are staring at your party very intently. half paying attention to the prefect. He said he's going to send the heroes a message, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I did ask him to, to make it clear that it was very important that we speak with them. And then I don't know if you heard what the little halfling said when he came over here and he whispered, he whispered to me and then ran off, and I think I heard him lock his door back there, but yeah. Sorry. I don't know, I just get a strange feeling. None of this feels right. I've made it clear I'm not very keen on... I, I don't really ken the Uplander ways, but this just doesn't seem right as far as somebody that you consider to be heroes. And then everybody's reaction when we say we're here to talk to them. I have a theory, but I will keep it to myself. And the party can, can't really tell, but she's going to side-eye the room and... All of the people watching them. Give me a perception check, Karana. Hopefully I'll roll better than a four. Right? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Mm. That is a four in total. Oh, good. Oh, oh. She, she knows it's a room. I know there are people staring at me. Eharvik? Huh? Yeah, I, I I know you're a little distracted, but um, you hang around taverns. Um, when I've been on the road before, this isn't usually the reception I get. Does it feel a little off to you? Eh, I hadn't noticed. He picks up another mug of ale and downs it. Boomer gets many strange receptions, so. Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm used to the side eye and the hair as 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 we like to call it the hairy eyeball. Yep, this doesn't seem like normal activity in any kind of tavern I've ever been in. When you say hairy eyeball, Keto's gonna look at Boomerzurik's bigger eye, and then at you mm -hmm. like, did you just say that? Kirana. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yes. You will glance a gleam of steel. Someone trying to inconspicuously draw their weapon and keep it under the table. She's going to, in a lowered voice, tell the table, Jorvik, you should hold off on the drinks. I feel yeah. as though the locked door was our signal that we should be ready for an attack. It does matter, because if you don't have our back, I will make sure I flay you like a full fish. Do not worry. Your V bites better while a little bit uh, intoxicated. <clears throat> we'll just tell him it's a bear and let him wrestle it. Your mm -hmm, mm -hmm. lad. What's wrong with you? Oh, no, no, it's nothing. Nothing. I'm, I'm fine. What? You're or full of it. Grabs You're... a piece of bread and starts sopping up some some food on the table. She kind of squints her eyes at him and leans a little forward. Now look, I may be new to the uplands, but you're full of it. You've not been the same since you came back. What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. It's fine. It's all fine. She's just going to keep kind of giving him the squint like this just squinted eye look because yeah I'm, it's, it, I'm sure it's all fine it's all fine look, mm. Jorvik finally like stops and looks around the room oh this place looks friendly enough and goes back to eating he's gone from drinking his feels to eating his feels <laughs> Jorvik if you don't open up I will find a plant that will make you open up Oh, I'm sure Ira has a few in her pouch. Oh, oh, yes, and she starts digging. I mean, I've I've got several. Give her. Have you ever like just? Have you ever been good at something, but you didn't like doing it? And then you thought you didn't have to do it anymore, and then like, I don't know. It looks like you're probably gonna have to do it some more, and then you don't want it. And you thought you got to do something else that was much cooler, but it turns out the thing you get to do isn't as much cooler as you thought it was. Mm, nope. Yeah, me neither. Oh, good. Boomy likes doing all the things Boomy is good at. <clears throat> no, but I can see that it's... It would be hard. 
depending on what it is, if it's, you know, something you truly didn't like doing. So don't do it. I mean... But You're an adult for your people, right? Well. Then don't do it. But. It, it's. It's not, it's not that easy. No. Um, okay. Have you seen your abs? You could probably crack a nut with them. I'm sure there's not many people who can make you do many things. Not only that, lad, but nobody can truly make you do anything. Um, they just make you think they can. The choice is always yours. You always have the choice to either do what they're asking or not. Regardless of what they try to use as the persuader to make you do what they're asking. Well, there are spells. Mm, but see, that takes away, that's a different, that's a whole nother different thing, though, right? Because that's altering, that's oh. still altering you. But that's mm -hmm. a good point. He is acting strange. No, uh, just... She's gonna, she's gonna poke him. Are you under a spell? The Masurik, is he under a spell? Uh, no, I'm not Good question. Spell. Um, uh, but does not know. Uh, uh, I thought you were... High Vizier or something. Boomerzerik is High Vizier. And, um, Boomerzerik could do that at one point, but I don't have, I don't, I don't have the, the special magic detection, uh, rod anymore. It, it, it oh, got blown oh. up. Oh, oh, that got blown up too. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> I, I, mm. Um, no, look, it's just, but you know, when you when you owe somebody a debt, and you, know, you you know you gotta you gotta clear your debts, or you could kill them. I mean, there are multiple ways to clear your debts. No, but you know you you don't you don't understand. A lot. I'm sorry. Well, we have plenty of time. We're just sitting here. We, explain. All right. So you, you remember when 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 we crossed the mountains and we we made it to the sort of hope. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then we we all we went our separate ways when we got in town. Mm -hmm. Right, so I um I went to a to a pub and I was you know looking for a place to stay and uh, I I met someone and he seemed very nice and he 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 gave me a place to stay and he fed me and he he um and he bought me drinks and um he offered me a job. Um, in exchange for the place to stay and the food, and you know, there were a lot of refugees coming into town, and so like, did, did housing that, was scarce. 
not, not that I'm judging you, but did he turn you into a, a dwarf of the night? No, no. Oh, oh, I, I mean, because, you know, I hear stories of, about them and they try to manipulate no. those people. And I just don't want you to feel beholden to that. Like, you are free to do what you want with your body. Nobody owns you. It's 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 much it's much worse than that. Oh, okay. That, I mean, that's at least a noble profession. Um, but how does being nocturnal count as a profession? Oh no, she's talking about whores. Oh. Um, yeah, no, I wasn't a whore. Um, I was um. So. Uh, it, it turns out the the halfling that I was working for, the uh, Fagin. Um, Fagin runs a protection and gambling ring and a couple of other very illegal side businesses. Um, and so my. My job, most of the time, my job was just to stand behind Fagin and look mean. Which I do pretty well, I admit. Um, but the rest of the time, um, when people didn't pay their debts to Fagin, he'd, you know, he'd, he'd send me to break their knees. Hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm real good at breaking knees. I just, I don't... Well, Bersley believes that. It just that, that sounds like it hurts. I don't. I don't like doing it. Um, Eric well, said, then. "Go ahead, good." No, Eric kind of like gets very contemplative, looking for a second. She goes, "That doesn't seem like a very good business plan to me. If if someone needs to pay their debts, and you go and break their knees, then they can't work." To earn the gold to repay their debts. So it just seems like a stupid, vicious cycle. But if you've already done that and you worked, you were working whatever job while you were working for him, you've paid your. What other debt could you have? Unless you were also gambling? No, but he, he, he was feeding me and, and clothing me, and that, you know, adds up and. and... Yeah, but you get paid to work. And, and yeah, there was some money, but it was, and then, you know, like, I mean, it wasn't always knees. Sometimes it was just fingers. You know, the first but, time they are late with a payment, you just, you break a finger or two, and then. One they don't need very much, yeah. You know, and then if they continue to not be able to pay, then you gotta escalate, and then it gets kind of depressing what i'm saying though is that you were doing that while you were while you were living wherever he gave you to stay and you're doing that work and the intimidation thing then in my mind you were working in kind and that's already paid the what uh, if unless you had other debt that you racked up with him somehow so, so, so somehow i don't i i saw the books i i still owed still owe him it, uh, so, I think My you grand... need to get someone that 
like like a scholar or a sage to look over the books for you when we get back. <clears throat> oh, oh, um, we'll look over the books. But where's Eric? Very look at the books. Um, this 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 does not seem above the table. Megan doesn't like other people looking at the books. He only like he only shows you what you owe. He doesn't really like. It's it's not. Of course. Um, so, so he could just write down any number he wants. Mm. She looks at Boomer. Exactly that. He's he's taking you for a ride, Jorvik. Uh, no, no, we didn't go for a lot of rides. Just um, you know, usually walked where we had to go. No, lad, I'm. He's been he's been telling you tales. He has you believe and you owe more than you owe. You No. You don't really owe him anything. <laughs> so you don't think I owe him? No. No, 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 no. I think you need to move when we get back. Knee breaking is a very expensive thing to hire someone to do. You, you, for sure. How many knees did you break? Um, well, it wasn't like I said, it wasn't always knees, but. Well, okay. How, how many bones did you break? Oh, 234. Oh, then oh, you had at least. How long totally did you off. live there? Uh, eight months or so. Okay. Oh. He, he owes you money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you're, at least, you're at least clear on your debt, if nothing else. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, think, really? You, you think so? Yeah, oh, I, I used to escort caravans. I didn't even have to break any knees. And, yeah, that, that would have been paid off already long ago. You broke more than a full person. A couple of people. Told you I was good at it. Karana. Yes. As the conversation has drifted from a whisper, you will notice that those individuals that were staring intently are not so interested in the party any further. <laughs> Besides, Jorvik, when we get back to Sword of Hope, if you need somewhere to go, you you can come stay with me and Mirja. I'm sure she won't mind. Well, that's, that's that's very kind of you. Um, so um, but that's um, that's, that's it's not all though. And I mean, he's not here, so he can't make you break any knees while you're here. No, but um, he sent someone for you to break here. their knees. No. But did they get here before us? That would be a they, long way to break knees. They they passed me this note, and I lay the note on the table. Which says, meet me outside, come alone. Oh, so Are you sure you're not a whore? What? No, no, no. no. The, it, he, it, it... he... He... The... the person with the message said that Fagin was mad that I didn't say a proper goodbye and that um, it would be bad for Fagin's business if the heroes came back and so I I should make sure they don't. Yeah, that kind of goes against the lottery. So you need to decide who is your master and what you would rather do. 
want anybody mad at me. Somebody's I... gonna always be mad at you. Mm. I still don't understand how they beat us here. We went through a tree and rode on a cart with a giant. Right? I, I'm um... guessing magic. I... Well, it wasn't. It wasn't his. It wasn't Yorvik's prior boss that was here as one of his other employees. So therefore, he could have sent a message. But how did the message get here before us? Like we got the lottery and we left. Magic. Oh, there's a there's a vast criminal underworld. Yeah. There's a lot. But um. I don't know, I need to think. I don't... And I'm not good at thinking. Okay, well, you think and decide. And uh, how about I tell you this? If you decide you don't want to do it, and someone here tries to make you do it, I will help you with whatever breaking we need to do. Mm -hmm. Well, is not good with breaking bones. But he can burn them! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, like... I have many ways to make someone not breathe anymore, but aside from that, she's going to look at Yorvik and she's going to look, lad. I'm going to tell you like I told the lad at the gate. There's no shame in what you have to do to get by and provide for yourself and those that you love. However, when the time comes and you see what you need to do that's right, you just have to stand up and do the right thing. You know, you're, you're right. You're right. And, 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 screw Fagin. Well, I said it. I said it. Mm -hmm. Screw Fagin. Not his lackey anymore. And as Jorvik comes to a conclusion to no longer be the lapdog of Fagin, we're going to take our first break. We're going to take 10 minutes to grab our snickety snacks, our beverages of choice, and we will be back. Don't go anywhere. Bye. And we're back. Thanks so much for hanging out while we took our break, got our sneaky snacks and our beverages of choice. We're delayed coming back because of me. I'm moving slow. I apologize. Uh, before the break, Jorvik had decided that he would no longer be in service to uh, uh, the halfling underboss of Sword of Hope. The party having a conversation about breaking bones in the middle of the tavern that dissuaded some would-be attackers. The hour is growing late. What would you like to do? Um, I don't know about you the rest. Do you do the thing first here? Oh. Oh, yes. Thing, right. thing. Uh, hi again, everybody. I'm Lot Clark, still. Um, and uh, we're going to talk to you about our first partner in this endeavor, Red Panda Dyson Delights. Fine makers of high-quality dice for all your dicing needs. Uh, they make awesome dice like this one right here in my hand with a cute little red panda right there on the 20. Alice has got one with a D6. 
Um, every set of dice you get from Red Panda has uh, Red Pandas on the 20s and the 6s. Um, you should go and check them out and tell them Tears sent you. Go to redpandadice.com. Also, yeah, you can get cute little plushies like these little guys while you're there. And for our podcast listeners, they're cute. You just have to taste, take our word for it. <laughs> go look at them on the website. That's how you do that. Exactly. That's why you need to go to redpandadice.com because then you can exactly. see them. It has a pocket that actually can fit stuff in it on the little red panda plushie. So, the hour is getting late. What would you like to do? Um, did they say this place was an inn, too? Mm-hmm. Should, we get, should we get, like, a room thought, or two? I thought we had rooms. Yeah, that, that's oh, what from the, the thing help. is? <laughs> uh, okay, but I haven't seen the dude since he did the locky lock thing. Yeah, did it's, we get, like... He's going to show us where the rooms are? I'll go find out. Good idea. I'm going to go to the door that he went into and locked, and I'm going to bang on it. It will open partially the half and looking out. Yes? Um, do we need, like, room keys or something? Or what number of rooms are we in? They will close the door. The door will open partially again, and two keys will be thrown out, rooms four and five. Thank you. I come back to the group. Oh, good. Okay. Let's go check out our new digs. Mm-hmm. Keto's going to take like some ends of bread and a couple of pieces of like cheese or something and throw together a sandwich real quick before they go. Okay. All right. So the rooms are modest rooms, uh, two beds in each room, a pitcher of water and a wash basin. Uh, they are they are nothing grand. I mean, these we will do right on. I would like number five. Five is a lucky number. These are really nice. Mm, yes. Uh, does not seem to be enough beds. How are we going to determine who gets a bed? We should play a game. Hmm? <laughs> well, um, yeah. I have no problem with the floor, though. I, I, I also was... do not have problem with floor. I don't either, but I was going to suggest that we probably do a watch. I, those people in the tavern were kind of looking at us strange. They were thinking about attacking us. So, it, it might be safer, like, at least we've been traveling together. I would trust you more than them to watch over me while I slept. I mean, if we wanted to kill each other, we could have done that the first night. Very well. Ramirez Rig will take first watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we well, have two rooms. Wouldn't it be more prudent to set watches for each room? Each room. Yeah. So we mm-hmm. should just 
figure out how we want to do the ropes. Karana's gonna go into number. Yeah, Karana's going in five. Um. I will bunk with you. Master will bunk with Yormick. Sure. Great. And and Ezreal can come with us. Ezreal like me, so. Oh, I'm sure. Okay. Uh, well, at least we won't have birds poking us then. Uh, you want to go with Karana, Arrow? Yeah, that's fine. We That way there's three and three in a room. It shouldn't be too overcrowded. Alright, so we'll slide it into the... And who's taking the first watch? Zero. Four. This room. I'll... I'll take first watch in our room. I, I don't have any spells, so. And I only need four hours. Okay, so, Gomerzerig, Ito, give me perception checks. <laughs> All right, this is my great stat, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I got a 14! You are my new favorite dice now. Just uh, keep rolling like this. I got a four, which means I got a one. Everything's fine, Boomer's <laughs> Everything is peaceful. What yeah. could go wrong? You're in a tavern. You could go to sleep. Keto, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you... While uneasy, the... Time passes without incident. Okay. Um, when it's time to wake someone up, I'm going to cautiously tap on Karana's shoulder. Um, ex excuse me, uh, Karana. Uh, watch. Show thumbs up and get out. Of, get out of her bed. Roll. And Karana's, or Karana, Kido's gonna go sit in a corner while Karana's on watch so, and just go trance. All right. Boomerzerig, are you waking Yorvik? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Boomerzerig has his, his, his staff. Vic! Vic! Wake up! Yeah, yeah. It's your turn! Yeah. See, Vic doesn't work. Okay. Yorvi's much better. <laughs> yeah. I said I was, uh, I tried, it was trying to, I tried to think and it was fine. I get up and set the watch. Nine. And also you're muted. Eleven. So, you all will hear a rap at the door. And a piece of paper slide under each one. I go check it out. Toronto will do the same, but very cautiously. Both papers read the same. The heroes will meet you at the Four Sisters tonight. 
Piranha will go and wake up the other two. Yep. Oh. Hey. Boomer, wake up. Yeah. Is, Is it okay? morning already? She'll just hand over the note for the mm, other two don't. to read. Oh, um, tonight. Oh, okay. Uh, We've got a meeting. Oh, good! <laughs> I, I, I don't feel comfortable leaving my things here. I'm taking them with me. Yeah, doesn't this seem strange? Why would they Everything meet in the middle of the night? Strange. Probably because they aren't the real heroes. Place. He's stealing my bit. <laughs> I guess we need to go grab the others and go that way. Arrow will grab her things. Karana will make sure that she rolls up her bedroll and oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. has everything on her. Gomez has all of his possessions. Mm -hmm. Alright. Let's, let's, uh, roll out. Mm -hmm. Going Why downstairs. would we be rolling? Going downstairs, the tavern is empty and closed. No sight or sound of anyone. The entire city, as you step out of the tavern, is dark and quiet. There are a few guards huddled around fires as the cool spring night air chills the skin. And you head north towards the Four Sisters. Walking along the main thoroughfare, you will come to a wrought iron fence. The gate open on the inside, you can plainly see located at what would be north, south, east, and west inside of a courtyard are four fountains, each fountain adorned with an angel pouring water into it. The water glows a soft blue hue ever so faintly. And standing there between all of them, they're back to you, a short figure with a black cloak, and two poofs of hair, red hair on their head. Um, Hail, hello? heroes! Boom, boom, casts message and puts into their head, Are you a hero? There is no answer. Greetings, travelers. What brings you here? You do. The, the, Come, let us talk. The elders need to see you. Did they say what about? I, I, it's not like elders tell me their secrets. I mean, they picked us by a lottery. Probably <laughs> how to govern. Stepping from behind one of the, uh, well, one of the angel statue, statues is a dragonborn. 
the figure that had their back to you will turn around. And while you're expecting to see the gnome flinch, you see a dwarf who has parted their beard and pulled it up to make Afropoos on the side of their head. Um, that's not, is that right? I don't think that's right. Um, and who are you supposed to be? Well, I'm French. This is Tashi. And another figure, slender and long, stringy hair will step out. That's Helen. We're the heroes of the Sword of Hope. No, you're not. Um, yeah. Um, We're from the Sword of Hope. You look nothing like Flinch. Oh, I mean, the poof's a little bit. Well, the beard, though, is a dead giveaway. Yeah, there... Are there... Are, I, I feel like Jorvik would know at least this much. There are... Are there any dwarves in the heroes? No. Mm. There, there, there aren't any dwarven heroes in the Sword of Hope's group. They're a fraud. And you're dead. Everyone roll initiative and join me in Albert Rodeo. Ah. <laughs> uh. Wow, really? <laughs> What's my initiative? Okay. New character, who this? Okay. All right. Kito. 14. Ira. Um, 22. Boom, boom. 11. Corona. 4. Jorvik. 19. I rolled so bad. No, I feel like that works. Like, you know. <laughs> like this. Wait, hold on. Yep. That's what I rolled. <laughs> and that you one. You have a negative? Oh, it looked like a seven. All right. Kira, you're up. Okay. Um. Sorry. Locke had it right when he was like, new character, who this? Because that's definitely... Alright. First thing, um, I'm going to use my bonus action to touch my spore staff and cast Shillelagh. Okay. Um, Read what that does. Yep. Oh. Did I say turn that down just a little? Yeah, Sorry. Um. <laughs> um. With Shillelagh, it's a bonus action. The wood of a club or quarterstaff you are holding is imbued with nature's power. For the duration, you can use your spellcasting ability instead of strength for attack and damage rolls on of melee attacks using that weapon. And the weapon's damage die becomes a d8. Uh, the weapon also becomes magical if it isn't already. The spell ends if you cast it again or if you let go of the weapon. Okay. And the, then... The spore staff will glow a sickening green uh, as you imbue it with magic from your druid self. 
Yep, and then I'm going to use my 30 foot movement and we're gonna go um, north and a little east towards where French is here at the center of the map. And that is it for Era. All right, Jorvik. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, um, uh, Jorvik points at the people he just called frauds, who, who then said that he was dead, and and begins to snarl, and starting from a low tone, rising to a much louder, angry tone. I don't like frauds as I activate rage as my bonus action. Okay. Uh, and then hefting my hammer, uh, I am going to uh, move and uh, dash uh, straight to Tosh. Tashi. On top of him. Tashi, yes. Uh, so I will uh, I will run straight over to Tashi and and be in his face. All right. Tashi's turn. They will be startled seeing you charge them. They will punch out. 19 to hit. Um, yeah, that'll hit me. That is six points of bludgeoning damage. You are raging, so that will be three. Three points of bludgeoning damage. Second attack is a six. That will not hit me. Helen will move forward, raising their warhammer at you, Jorvik. Seven. Um. No, that'll miss. Sorry, I was just, I was trying to figure. I, I thought something was wrong with my AC, but no, my AC's. Eleven. Still no. All right. French will open their coat, pulling a wicked-looking longsword, and move down to you, Ira. An eight? Nope. And a four. Nope. <laughs> a Keto. All right. So Kino is going to dash around the back of the nearest fountain to try to approach from the other side. Uh, okay. Right, readying her trident in one hand and her net in the other as she goes. Okay. And that's it for this turn. Boomer's the rig. Uh, how how high are the um? like lips of these fountains the walls of the fountains are two and a half feet tall okay so tall enough that i could hide behind one being a short little goblin i would say uh, i think right yeah 
we are going to uh, uh, Merzerig is going to uh, go kind of close to the uh, closest fountain here. Uh, basically, uh, uh, straight across from Jorvik and right next to this big angel statue. Um, and uh, Boomerzerig will cast Firebolt! At... Is that a cantrip or a level uh, spell? It is a cantrip. Alright, which one are you casting at? Uh, we are going to cast it at uh, French, because I don't know. Yeah, we're going to cast that French. Okay. Is that an attack roll or a saving throw? Uh, it is an attack roll. So we're going to go All right. and attack. And I got a uh, 19 to hit. Dealing. 19 hits. Dealing five points of fire damage. The firebolt streaking, illuminating the the water and the the night, blasting into French. They will ah, ah turning slightly away from it, brushing the fire off of them. Is and that then, your turn? Uh, being a goblin, as a bonus action, I can hide, which I will kind of hide down. All right, give me a stealth check. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Oh wow, that's pretty good. Uh, where does my stealth though? Uh, that is a 21. All right. Crouching down, hiding. Uh, that will bring up Karana. Alrighty. Karana is going to slightly reposition herself towards her left so that she has just a slightly better angle on both French or Helen. But she is going to aim at Helen with her longbow. And that is a 23. Dang. That will hit. And that will be... Doo -doo -doo. Ah. Four damage. Okay. Is that your turn? That is her turn. A bolt flying over Jorvik's head, slamming into... Helen's shoulder that will bring us back to the top to Ira. All right. Well, since, you know, French helped out by moving forward, um, Ira is just going to take a swing with her spore staff, now Shillelagh. Um, 19 to hit. 19 hits. So that's five bludgeoning damage. A sickening crack as the spore staff imbued with the druidic magic cracks across their head. A font of blood streaming down over their face, matting into the beard that is pulled up into the poofs of hair. That's what happens, lad, when you impersonate heroes. And that'll bring up Jorvik. Um, cool, cool, cool. So Jorvik will... Um, heft his mighty hammer, his big maul, and is going to swing um, at Tashi's face. Um, that is a 13 plus 7. No, I'm sorry. I get a bonus, don't I? Because I'm raging. Uh, less damage. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, 13 plus 7, dirty 20. That hits. All right. Um, for um, 11 plus 7 is 18 points of bludgeoning damage. There's a sickening crack as ribs break under your blow. The dragonborn. And I'm going to let the the hammer blow carry me through, kind of spinning with it, letting go with one hand. And uh, I'm going to make an unarmed attack as my offhand uh, action against uh, uh, Helen, the dwarf. Okay. I, w- I want to grab the dwarf by the, the by the chest, by the lapel, whatever. Helen's whatever. a human. The dwarf oh, is French. Okay. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'm going to grab, nonetheless, I'm going to grab Helen and try and pull them down to me and headbutt them. This is my unarmed attack. Okay. Remember, you don't add your bonuses to the attack. Right. Um, so I don't know if, I don't think a 13 is going to hit. 13 does not hit. They slam back out of the way as you reach for them. I'll do you for that, Toshi grasps as they swings at you again. Mm-hmm. 11. Nope. We're changing die. That one does not like me. I like that die. Keep using that die. That die likes me. We like That it. is a natural 20. You bastard. <laughs> Go back to the other die. Go back. We want the other die tier. We we did not approve this change of die tier. You have to you have to clear that with uh, with HR. Yeah. I'm the DM. I make the rules. Coming through, they kick hostile your, work uh, environment. Hostile work environment tier. They kick your hammer out of your hand. Coming through and punching for uh, see so halved six points of damage. I have a question. If you're in an area with a very angry orc, is that a is that a hostile orc environment? Yes, yes it is. <laughs> Raph will be proud. Helen takes their swings. That's a seven. That's a six. That dice goes in the timeout. We'll use the chonker. As French takes their swings on Ira. That is a two! Yeah, no. Ira may be old, but she's, you know, yeah, she's got more armor class than that. And that's a 13. Meets it beats. Now there's three points of slashing damage. Okay. Ito, you're up. Alright. So, Ito is gonna come and slide behind Tashi. So, hopefully that makes me flanking with Jorvik, right? Yes. And try to dab Tashi with the trident. Um, does an 11 hit? 11 does not hit. Alright, so missing with that, she's going to use her bonus action to try to 
get the net on him. Okay, and is that a saving throw or? It's an attack. It's a ranged attack. Which okay. Two weapon fighting and throw attack. Because it's a ranged attack, it'll be with disadvantage because you're within five feet. You have it, advantage from flanking. It says uh, the range is five feet or fifteen. Right. You, okay. if you're within five feet of an enemy doing a ranged attack, it's disadvantage. Advantage. But okay. you have advantage because you're flanking, so it'll be a flat roll. Roll. Awesome. Um, I still mess because it's an 11. <laughs> All right. <laughs> or a 12. I'm sorry, it's a 12. 12 Get misses. Boomerzerig. Okay. Uh, Boomerzerig will run around the fountain. Oh, wait. Uh, run around the big statue uh, in the fountain uh, to the other side of the statue. Uh, lining up himself with Tashi over there. Uh, and pop out from behind the, the fountain again. Firebolt! Except for this time, a chaos bolt comes out. Because Bumerzerig's magic is weird. And sometimes he tries to cast one spell, but a different spell comes out. Okay, is Chaos Bolt a leveled spell? It is. Uh, and oh. I'm going to give it advantage with Tides of Chaos. What does that do? <laughs> uh, I can, Once a day, I can use Tides of Chaos to give advantage to an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Okay, um, go ahead and roll with advantage. So. Uh, we got a 18, uh, 16 to hit. 16 will hit. Okay. So, Chaos Bolt is weird. We do 2d8 damage, plus, uh, isn't it awesome? Let me look at it real quick, one second. I do 2d8 damage, plus 1d6 damage. And we'll see what kind of element this turns into, too. Uh, let's see here. Unfortunately, I did not roll doubles, because if you roll doubles on the d8s, it arcs to another, uh, another target. Uh, but I get a 5 and a 4. Which means I get to choose between force and lightning damage. We will make it high right now. Yes. Uh, so we will make it force damage. Uh, okay. A big force blast comes out of Boomerzerig. Uh, it dealing uh, 11 points of damage. All right. Please roll a d20 to see if wild magic surges. <laughs> you need a Night. one. It is a night. All right. Next time you'll need a two. <laughs> All right. Corona. All right. Oh, and a bonus action to hide again. Uh, rolling a uh, non-natural 20 to self. All right. All right. Corona's going to be attacking Helen again. All Pinky right. Plunky. That is a 15. That'll hit. For eight damage. And that is her turn. Once more, Jorvik, you'll see an arrow. This time, you will feel the fletching touch your cheek as it whizzes by, slamming into Helen. I don't think Jorvik cares or notices right now. <laughs> And that will bring up Era. Okay. Take another swing with the with her quarter staff. That is a twenty-two to hit. 
That'll hit. Okay. Um, she's going to swing her spore staff up, and as she does, she's going to be like, you cheeky little bastard. You didn't get enough hidings as a child. And that's going to take six points of force damage, or bludgeoning damage, sorry. There's another crack to the head. This time, though, the eyes go wide and cold as they crumple. And then, let's see. Helen's still over there. I gotta see my movement. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, we'll move the 15 feet. Um, I'll take my movement to go the 15 feet. Over here. Next to Helen. Staying out of the way of the arrows that had gone past at some point. <laughs> She'd prefer not to get hit, and that's Iris' turn. All right. That'll bring up Jorvik. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, all right. So, um, Jorvik, seething with anger still, clutching, uh, reaches down, picks up his hammer, raises it back up, looks at Yutashi and goes, this time, I do it on my terms! And rears back, and I'm aiming for his fucking knees. Yeah! That's a nat 20! Yeah! Right. He's really good at getting out knees. <laughs> Go ahead and do the Tearbot. For those that don't know Tearbot, basically I took a lot of my DM charts, programmed them into a bot for Discord, and we just use it Gives the players a little bit more agency. Normal critical hit. All right. We play with Perkins rules created by Chris Perkins. Uh, the max damage and then die roll. Um, so that is... Uh, 24 points of bludgeoning. Right to um, the knee. That will, that will end Tashi. So I, I imagine that like I just come through and 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 hit one knee into the other knee, breaking both of them, which sends him toppling sideways, and then he smashes his face on the side of the um, of the fountain and is dead. Sure, that works. <laughs> the way I want to see that in my brain, just. Baseball batting through his legs. Uh, Helen swinging their war mace, their war hammer. That's a five. That misses. And a seven. Helen attacks as good as I do. And it is Keto. <laughs> as I say that. All right. So, um,. Oh, I'm close enough. Cool. All right. So she's just gonna stab with the trident. Hopefully, if she can actually hit. No! <laughs> Got a seven. And that will miss. I. All right. Oh, we'll try for the net. I'm not gonna make it, but why not try? Uh, 19. 
Did, was that with disadvantage? Oh. You're no longer flanking. flanking. Okay. Uh. The nine. All right. Boomerzerig. Boomerzerig pops up again, yelling, Firebolt! And it's a Firebolt. Uh. A 24 to hit. Dealing. One point of fire damage. <laughs> She's a little singed. Yeah. Just a... <laughs> All right. Is that your turn? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, duck back down. Stuffing for eight. <laughs> I almost imagine right. that's like when somebody throws those little um, fire poppers at, you know, when you throw them at somebody yeah. and it pops. Yeah. It's kind of like a ding. Corona, <laughs> you're up. Plinky plonky. Ah, that's not gonna hit. That's a seven. That will miss. They will take and smack the arrow out of the air with their warhammer. That's that will turn. bring up Era. Alright. Gonna take another swing with her quarterstaff. Turn shillelagh. 18. Hits. That's 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Era is small but mighty. Having dispatched French, they step forward, smacking once with the shillelagh. Drawing back, slamming the end of it forward, catching Helen in the esophagus, crushing the trachea as they gurgle and drown on their own blood. And we come out of combat. Ira's going to look down at Helen and just be like, well, you weren't that great of a human being while alive, but hopefully you come back as a better mushroom. <laughs> I don't know if I'd eat that mushroom. Oh no, you don't eat the mushrooms that grow from 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 the dead from dead humanoids. No, 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 no. You collect them. That's what this other bag I have. It's for they they make good poisons and sometimes they make good for telling you future if you've got questions of the Ooh. ancestors. My staff, she points to it, the mushroom at the very top, the one that glows, that's the representative of all the ancestors that passed before us. Animals? You will hear. Go ahead. You will hear a single individual clapping. The blue tiefling appearing from the shadows, Alton Flay. Excellent work. I kick the corpse of Tashi. Just Th those weren't the heroes, by the way. Oh, I'm well aware, but. You understand, populist opinion and populist belief run a city, or in our case, a canton. What, with fear and exploitation? Yes. I mean, so why? You're behind the fraud? I say as I, as I kick <laughs> and stomp on the, on the body yet again. I, by the way, I'm continuing to make attacks even against the corpse because I'm trying to keep my rage going. <laughs> no. No, I'm not the fraud. 
I'm the one that set up the meeting with you two so that you could dispatch them. Wouldn't it have been easier to tell us? I had to go along or my daughter would have been killed. Where are the rest of them? Kick. Well, this was the only three. Have you at least Where are seen the real the heroes? They came through a while back heading for the Cape. That's all I know. Hi. So we're back to where we started. No, we started over in the other town. We're, we're in a different town than we started in. Yes, yes, you're right, Boomer. You're right, Boomy. Uh, you're, okay. you're so, so right. I, you know what? I, my sleep got interrupted. That's what it is. <clears throat> I, I, I just need to go back to Era's going to step in to explain. I think what she meant, love, is that we're back to where we started as far as information goes. Like, we came here oh. thinking these were the real heroes, but they're not. So we're kind of back where we were when we left, not knowing where they are. You know that well, they headed from here to the Cape? That's new information. But they told us to go look at the Cape. Hmm. It's okay. It's just a turn of phrase that she used. Now you know. So I go to the cape. Hmm. Is anybody so, hurt? Um. Yeah. Um. I guess. I let my rage drop. You see. You see. You know, huffing and and snarling. Little dwarf just kind of just. Just deflate. If nothing else, you are really good with taking out knees. Right, I told you I was really good at it. There's a reason they gave me the job. Frankly, I'm a little impressed. You should get paid double for that. We need to get rid of the bodies, don't we? Uh, no, that's his job. She's going to point oh, okay. to the tiefling. <laughs> Speaking of the bodies, um, without any shame or preamble... Jorvik reaches down and starts going through their stuff. Give me an uh, investigation check. Karan is at least going to try to see if they're of the two that hit Helen. She's going to see if either of the, the arrows are recoverable. They are. Yay! Um, She's only out one. Eleven. Uh, you find... Uh, six silver pieces. I thought these guys were, you know, hot to trot, raking in the cash. They're pretty broke, looks like. Where's all the Where's all the gold that they've been extorting from the city? Maybe in whatever mirror this one thought made him look like a halfling. That's Wait. just embarrassing for a dwarf. So who's the mayor now? Is that us? Because we killed them? Is that no. us? No, no, I'm still the prefect, my good goblin friend. <sighs> Do any of you what need will... healing? Um. I... Hey, why don't... Can we just, like... Can we just get a drink? The and your points at the fountain? Like, oh. Feel free. 
Yeah. Jorvik's gonna go over and just, you know, by the handful, drink water. And you are restored. What are you gonna tell the people about what happened to the heroes? That they were killed by bandits. Um, can we at least sleep for the night, or does that mean that we have to run away like bandits? Uh, sleep for the night, and then leave first thing in the morning. They won't be discovered till tomorrow afternoon. Works for me. Is it really good to say bandits? Why not just say they left? Nobody would believe they just left. They had it too good here. Mm, mm, mm. Um, I'm not questioning their government. I just... and She's going to start walking back towards the prancing goat. Jorvik empties his water skin and fills it with water from the fountain. The prefix stopped you. No, no. I gave you a drink. That's about 3,000 worth of gold. What's your town worth? No, my good dwarven friend. That's not right. Corona's just gonna, like, grab him by the fur around his shoulders and, like, try to tug him along. <laughs> Come on, lad. Don't wear out our welcome too soon. First he has no balls, now he wants to stand up to everybody. We... But he... I, we know, lad, we know, we know, but you gotta know when to pick and choose your battles, right? We have more important things to do. You're healed, let's go. But he did, but the, but I broke the knees, and for free. He gave you the healing, it evens out. Broke the knees, you got healing. That is not even out, you're wrong. Uh, that's more than, than, than dude was giving you, I'm just saying whole town. We gave him a whole town. And we got a sip of water. Yeah, but now he has to bury these bodies tonight and all of that. Like, let's let him work. We'll go rest. He doesn't pay for the water. It's not costing him anything. It costs the town. It's how they make their revenue. It's free-flowing. It costs money. No, the goddesses bless it. Well, then take it up with the goddesses. And as you all settle into long rest for the evening, you may advance to level two. Aha! Aha! Remember, hit points are rolled. It's official. Era is now Circle of the Spore. Woo! As Era sleeps, Era will dream. Another Dwergar will come to her, one that will cause her heart to pang and a tear to well, as it is their sister having come to them 
Ira. Hi. It is good to see you. It's good to see you, Raikari. I've come that you might keep your promise. Yes, I know. I promise, Marisha. They will open their hands and a soft, green, glowing mushroom will appear. Eat this, child. And know the power of our people. Thank you, Rika. I love you, Eric. I love you too, sissy. Does Ira eat the... Yeah. You will feel something grow within you. The power of the druid coming to life where it had always been just out of reach, only slightly manipulable. Now you can feel it in all its glory. And what we're going to do, so that we're not sitting here wasting screen time leveling up, we're going to take our last break. We're going to take 10 minutes, get our beverages of choice, our snickety snacks, let the players level up, and then we'll come back and see what happens in the town of Wells Deep. Don't go anywhere. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much for hanging out while we took our break, got our snickety snacks. We had a few tech gremlins, so it took us a minute too. Uh, before we get back into it, Locke. Hi, gamers. I am still Locke Clark, and uh, I'm going to take a moment to talk to you about our other partner in this never NordVPN. NordVPN provides military grade encryption for all your devices. They keep you safe from malware and spyware and hackers. They search the web to make sure that your information hasn't gotten out, and if it has, they take care of that for you. Also, to make it harder for the hackers to find you, they allow you to mask your location by using a virtual uh, uh, position on the map. It appears that you're in another country, and while you're appearing to be in another country, you can log into your Netflix or whatever and check out what's available through Netflix in other countries because some streaming services offer different things depending on where you're at. Uh, for example, in, I think... The UK, all of the Disney stuff is on Netflix because Disney Plus isn't there. So uh, go check out NordVPN. To do that, you're going to go through our link. That's going to you're going to web going to go to our website, willthedice.com, and click the link there. So they know you came from us because that makes us look cool, and you want us to look cool. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. uh, before the break, the party had found out that the heroes that had taken up residence in Wells Deep were in fact fakes. Combat ensued, and they sent them to the afterlife. The prefect appeared, informing them that he knew they were fakes, but that fear had ruled the town, and so he was powerless to do anything against them and welcomed the 
lottery winners interference. The party traveled back to go to bed and as they are sleeping, Ira had a dream, their sister visiting them, unlocking the power of the Druid. But they're not the only one that will dream. Piranha will dream. Mm. You are in the forest. It is dark. And there before you, the one that raised you, Marcus. It's time to learn, child. You've got to understand that sometimes the keenest sight is that that looks inward and the lights will go out. It will go dark and you will feel a sharp what against your arm from a wooden waster blade. Ah. Come on then, hit me. She'll try to punch him, I guess. <laughs> Want me to make an attack roll? Yes. Unarmed strike. Let's see. Do you want it at disadvantage? Yes. I was getting ready to say. Okay, first one was the one. Uh, doo -doo -doo. That is a 13. 13 will miss. Again, there's another crack, this time across your knuckles. Come on, you're not even trying. We go again. God damn it. It's another 13. This time, across the inside of your thigh. Stop thinking. Start feeling. Is there anything that Corona would like to do before they attack this time? She'll stop and try to, like, listen. But, uh... That's a you nine. Can... Well, I don't want you to roll yet. Okay. Okay. As you stop and listen, your senses begin to... expand. You begin to feel... You begin to almost see. Go ahead and make an attack at regular. Okay. As you learn how to blind fight. Oh, and that's a good roll. Because that is an 18 plus 4. As you strike, you feel your fist make contact. You wait. You feel different, stronger. She's just going to mutter in Orcish, stay out of my dreams. There will come a knock on room number four. Yeah. What, what do you want? get up, drag myself over the door, stretching. Ugh, oh. 
Uh, what is it? Open the door. The prefect will be standing there. The bodies were found sooner than expected. You need to leave. I've got you a job protecting a caravan heading to the Cape. They are traveling with several barrels of water and will need the extra protection as bandits are now rolling the Ullerveld. You leave in 10 minutes. Great, I'll get to the others. They will push a bag into your chest of 100 silver for expenses. Thank you. Um, great. Oh. Boomer. Hmm? What? It, what? It, is it morning? The bodies have already been found. We gotta go. Uh, do we gotta go kill more people again? Hopefully not. I go and bang on the, on the room number five door. Yeah. Come on, up in that one. We gotta go. Alright, come on. Wake up. Oh, I, yeah. Here, we'll get up and gather up our things. Roll up the bedroll. Put it on back. Corona's good to go. Let's go. You will find two sailors waiting for you in the main hall of the Prancing Goat and the Laughing Lion. Aye, you're the ones the prefix said would help guard our shipment. Yeah, that's yep. us. Boomer's here, go out. Well, they look like a capable lot, if nothing else. Come on, then. The Widow's Love sets sail. Soon, we don't want to miss. Oh, good. We're going on a ship? A, a boat? He didn't say we were going on a boat. He said a caravan. You just got to get us to the Cape. Where you're going after that is up to you. Sounds good. God. Ugh. All right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and so... You- Excuse me, you leave the town. The town of Wells Deep slowly disappearing behind you. Passing the large, giant-sized barn with the giant bees on your way. Oh, Era! Era, that's a bee! Tara, how big are the giant bees? About the size of a dog. God, if those are some large, I didn't think they would be that big. They normally aren't. They must be capital. <laughs> oh, Ruby, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. <laughs> oh, and the DM takes six points of psychic damage. Era just looks confused. What do you mean by they have to be capital Bs? I, I don't understand what you mean. They're, are there non-capital bees? Uh, it's it's a um, it's a joke. Uh, when you're writing, the big ones are capitals, little ones are, are not. But also, like when something's good, you're like, that's capital. It, it's it's a it's a play on words. Okay. <laughs>
it's a it's a it's a landlubber thing. Those pesky uplanders. Mm-hmm. All right, so y'all are riding. Is anyone on the lookout for anything? Oh, Kido is yep. standing on the edge of the, like, just drinking in the the sea air and the, the foam splashing up. She's looking. But she's enjoying herself a lot more than she's looking. Corona's <laughs> keeping a lookout. Well, y'all are traveling through the Ulerbelt Plains. You can see the Widow Sea as you travel close to the Jasper Shore. I imagine Jorvik is like, found something in the back of the. Um... Uh, wagon to wait his feet with and is hanging like half off the back of the wagon doing sit-ups. Iris <laughs> just checking out the scenery. Vince, Kito is the most interested. Roll a d6, Kito. one of those. I really do. We believe you. I don't. Uh, fine. Thunder begins to crash. Lightning flashing. Spring rain coming in a torrential downpour. Roll yeah, a D100. Add those. Oh, flippity boppins. I'll just use the electronic ones. Fifty-five. Luckily, the horses do not spook as you all travel. Don't want to repeat a last episode. But, however, the one that is at the range, we've got to stop. We can't go any further. Not in this weather. Is there shelter? Somewhere safe for the horses? They will pull into some ruins. What appears to be the corner of a building. There is a partial roof that they drag the horses and wagon under and begin to start a fire. Are we, are we stopping because the horses are scared? I can speak to them. No, we're stopping because the weather sucks. The road will be mud. We won't be able to get through. Why? I was just making sure. Okay. 
let's get to it then. Jorvik will, as usual, go around and do what he can to help get the camp set up and things secured. They started a fire, so um, Era would get out her cook's utensils and start making a stew or whatever out of what rations and stuff that they have. Everybody give me a perception check. Umer's rig. Three. Everything's fine. Keto. Eight. It's raining beautifully. It is so beautiful. <laughs> Era. Sixteen. Jorvik. One. Oh, you are you are as safe as and snug as a bug in a rug. Piranha. Seventeen. Piranha, you and Era will hear something on the breeze. Something faint, distant. But something that may give Piranha pause and just confuse Era. You will hear roar. <laughs> Did you hear that? Corona will nod. What the hell was it? Something bad. <sighs> I know I promised. I promised Mother Merja I'd become a druid, but. I don't know if I'm ever going to get used to all these different creatures up here in the uplands. Just wait until you actually see it. See what? Did you say something? I mean, we, we heard it. Um, I don't know what it is. Karana says it's not great. What is? With the rain, we might be a little safe because the smell and sound is dampened, but there are slinks out there. Mm. Bless you. Mm. What's a slink? It is hard to describe. You'll, you'd have to see it in person. Mm. And hopefully we don't. They're lycanthropes, lad. Lycanthropes. They're part sheep, part lynx. Savage creatures. Tear, growing up nomadic on the Sea of Solace, would, would Jorvik have ever heard of or encountered slinks? <laughs> Not on the Sea of Solace. Well, that sounds preposterous. There's no such creatures. Jorvik, <sighs> was that your stomach? I mean, it might have been. I am hungry. Go see the world, Mirja said. That's what I needed to do, she said. There's things bigger than mushrooms out there, she said. That was before we get eaten by whatever the fuck that thing is. That it's was the different. first... Go ahead. Go ahead. 
that would have been the first time you've actually heard her curse in common. They are definitely bigger than a mushroom. Well, maybe the very, like, newborn babies are smaller than some mushrooms, but not many. Mira just nods, goes back to doing, like, what she's doing with the stew, but she's just kind of mumbling to herself now in undercommon. And it's basically her just cursing and going on about Merja, saying that, you know, she needed to see more of the world, that, you know, there was more to the world than mushrooms. Oh, wait, you, you said babies, so... A, a lynx is like a cat, right? And then a, a sheep, like the domestic animal, and they have babies? Well, I've never seen a lynx and a, and a sheep actually... Maybe, maybe when when Azarel is talking again, he can explain it to us. Mm -hmm. I bet he has diagrams. Give me a perception check, Karana. Okay. That's a nine. The lightning will flash, and you will see the bipedal hunch of the shlinks on the ridge in the distance, going away from the camp. Alright, so as long as we don't make any loud noise, it is going away from us. It's about food. Are uh, we eating? It's almost ready. Oh god. She gives it, you know, gives the pot another stir or so, throws a couple more mushrooms in, and she's like, it's good. She'll dish some up and hand it to Boomer's rig. Here you go. Oh, good. Well, I, more so I was worried about, you know, Jorvik's stomach making a lot of noise. Um, so Jorvik, you, you eat first. Make sure your stomach oh. is not, not going to attract the, the slings. Appreciate you. Yeah. Yep. She'll she'll dish out stew and hand it all around, including the was it, it was two sailors, right, that were with them. Yes. Yeah, she'll even hand them each a bowl before she sits down and starts to eat herself. Krana is going to like move kind of away from the group and like have her back towards them while she eats. You know, Lass, eventually you're just going to have to give it in and just sit with the rest of us. And then Ira just goes back to eating. Um, Jorvik corps his food down very quickly, and then once he's finished, uh, returns the bowl and utensil, and then is going to go and uh, sit with the horses and um, make sure they're well taken care of and do what he can to keep them as quiet as possible. Okay, give me an animal handling check. Oh, good, because I don't have any of that. The one person who the does... siren wails in the background. The one person who does has no knowledge of these animals. 
Not necessarily. The one, I, the other person who does currently has her back to the group. I, I rolled a fourteen. Oh, that'd be good. Plus zero. Fourteen. That's good enough to keep the horses. Also figured that there'll be a good early warning system because if the slings gets close, the horses are probably going to be the first ones to notice it. That is true. Go ahead. No faith in the ranger. Karana, roll another d6. Two. After a while, the storm will pass. The sun will come out. The tall grass dancing with the raindrops that cling to it. The smell of lavender and jasmine. The sound of the ocean in the distance as you all can see on the horizon the tip of sails that must be Cape Hope is there any evidence of the the shlinks anywhere close by give me a survival check What is my bonus? Dude, that is a 14. Not that you can tell. You're pretty certain. Okay. In that case, when everyone else is... She's not going to say anything then if there's no, not, no imminent danger that she can see. She's going to let people back up and get on the road at their pace. So they will, the sailors will lead the horses walking as it's still somewhat muddy. Oh my God, Boomerang, it's a rabbit that jumps out in front of you. <laughs> oh, oh God damn it. Oh, sweet dang it. Uh, 10. You obliterate the rabbit with Firebolt. You said obliterate, so it's gone. There's nothing oh. left. Oh. oh. I, I, I thought I was going to get dinner. We just ate. And you're you being have, very loud. You have to leave something behind. Sorry. <laughs> it. The. Pumerzeri goes startled. The smell of burnt rabbit. Drifting through the air. Onward you travel. Corona's the... now on high alert. Give me a perception check. That is... 17. Nothing seems to be following you. Right now, to the tall grass in nature, she is just... I'm watching you. As you travel, you will notice that the tall grass begins to thin, the ground turning to jasper-colored sand. 
the town of Cape Hope rising up before you. And this is where we end our adventure this evening. No, I kind of wanted everyone to... No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Don't give me ideas. Uh, I want to say thank you to everyone that tuned in. We hope that you had a wonderful time. I want to say thank you to my players. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. We're going to take time to remind people who we are, where they can find us, and get out of here. Hi, everyone. I'm Alice, the voice of Corona, and you can find me on Twitter at Captain Cupcake. Hi, gamers. I continue to be Law Clark despite earlier notions of my death. Uh, and you can find me uh, all over the social medias at Lock Unruly. I've been your Yorvik Brandlebeard tonight. Hi, yes. This is Ames. I was the voice of Ira tonight. And you can find me over on Twitter at LollyGFIFO. Hi, everybody. This is Christina, the voice of Keto. And you can find me on Twitter at TMORSCASCULA. And I'm Dan, the voice of Boomerzerig. And you can find me on Twitter at RavenousDan. And I'm Tier the DM, the world's okayest DM. And you can find me on Twitter at Tier underscore the underscore DM. Remember that things get difficult and times get hard, but you're not alone. Remember that love and inclusion, these are the torches that light a path to a better tomorrow. Come join us and be torchbearers. And remember until next time, Live a life to make yourself proud. We love you guys. Mm -hmm.